Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi, we've got a huge show today, so we'll get down to it in just a second. But first, I have to tell you about our Patreon page at BobSeskaShow.com. It's absolutely the best way to support this podcast. You can sign up for as little as $1 a month or as much as $15 a month. In fact, if you sign up at the $15 per month level, you're going to get our Tuesday and Thursday shows presented without commercials. We take out all the commercials for you. Plus, you'll also get two post-mortem mini shows recorded after the credits on our Tuesday and Thursday podcast. And you'll also get the subscription-only after-party podcast on Fridays with all of its revealing discussions about sex, drugs, rock and roll, and politics. Again, that's bobseskashow.com or click the all caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I have sat in the Oval Office with both of the men who are running for president. I never expected that my successor would embrace my vision or continue my policies. I did hope, for the sake of our country, that Donald Trump might show some interest in taking the job seriously. That he might come to feel the weight of the office and discover some reverence for the democracy that had been placed in his care. But he never did. For close to four years now, he has shown no interest in putting in the work, no interest in finding common ground, no interest in using the awesome power of his office to help anyone but himself and his friends, no interest in treating the presidency as anything but one more reality show that he can use to get the attention he craves. Donald Trump hasn't grown into the job because he can't. And the consequences of that failure are severe. Bob Seska. Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Obama. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, August 20, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, day 1,309 of the Trump crisis, 75 days until the 2020 presidential election, and we've got too much to talk about, so let's bring him in. It is 
Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from dash dash bunker.com. Also, David Ferguson, we call him T-Rex from the T-Rex Report podcast. You can find all of the songs by Astral Summer, his, uh, his current music project, at astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Goth Ninjas, hello. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Hi. Good morning or good afternoon or good night or whenever you're listening. This has been a horrible day for Biff. Oh, my God. I love it so much. I uh, I don't mind saying Last thing I heard, because I got up and went to a new job this morning. Yeah. So I have seen no news. And the last thing I heard, he was just completely freaking out during Obama's Speech last his amazing speech. Yeah, you haven't caught uh-huh. up. You haven't heard. You haven't no, heard he the hasn't. news yet. You're just There's you're so com- much. You're way out of the loop, Mister T Rex. So much. So here's so much. here's the big story. This is what we all woke up to. Steve Bannon has been indicted. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Bannon is currently in federal custody <gasps> on federal charges of fraud. Fraud, committing fraud. Federal charges? Federal yes. charges in SDNY. And who was he arrested by, Bob? He was arrested by U.S. Postal Service agents. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> 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 yeah, I gotta give him one of these. <laughs> yeah, suck it. Womp womp, Steve. You goddamn ghoul. You goddamn yeah, motherfucking ghoul. Yeah, you're just killing me here. On what ground? Like, what are the? I mean, we know he's okay. a fraud, but well, remember I didn't know that could get you arrested. Steve Bannon was arrested because of this. We build the wall crowdfunding scam. This thing that they put together to make their own little teeny tiny portion of the border wall. It's their little racist GoFundMe. Brian Butler <laughs> predicted at the time when that thing was announced, who's buying themselves a new boat. And it turns out, not only was Steve Bannon arrested, Steve Bannon was arrested on the boat that he yes. bought using the fucking money. From There's the your voters God- for Trump. From the goddamn wow. scam. I just, sorry. I, uh, maybe this is too is much there information. Is video of the, fr- the perp walk? I I hope there is. I hope there's video of the arrest. I hope there's video of everything. You know that guy who holds up the treason sign outside the courthouse when Paul Manafort was going in and out? That guy has some work to do because (laughs) he's got a brand new target in Steve Bannon. I mean, does it sound like schadenfreude? I think if schadenfreude contained a layer of erection, maybe that's kind of where I am right now. What, what did uh, Eric Eric Garland on Twitter called it? Schadenpriapism today on Twitter. <laughs> Which is just so perfect. Now, both of Trump's 2016 campaign managers, campaign CEOs, whatever you want to call uh-huh. them, have been indicted on federal charges. Donald Trump is the swamp. He is the swamp. Is. Everyone around him. 215 plus indictments of the people yeah, the around Donald Trump. fucking diaper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know how many, I mean, he, he was uh, asked to comment this morning about all of this. He was like, well, you know, Obama, there were so many scandals under Obama. You know how many indictments there were of Obama officials? Zero. 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 215 now, if you include Bannon's, 216. And this latest one, this We Build the Wall crowdfunding scam. Okay, did you hear that some of the money went towards cosmetic surgery? And I think Steve Bannon should get his money back from that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. 
I got guys for him here. He, they're really the guy that did my stomach surgery. It looks great. I got guys. Oh man, he was arrested on his. What are boat. they gonna do? Just like pick him up and flap him and just cut me like jump him up and down and just cut off the floppy bits, you know? They're gonna shake him out like an old rug, like hanging over the balcony, right? Oh, oh man, talk about oh, toxic man. spores. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was on his boat this morning off the coast of Westbrook, Connecticut. Um, ahoy! I'm here Whoa. off the coast of Westbrook, Connecticut. I'm a man of the people. I support the people. Oh my God! Yeah, more boat parades like this, please. I'd love to see. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God! It's the boat parade. The boat parades. If the boat parades include when your boat parade is a perp walk, it's a whole. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, did I need this? Yeah. Oh, I wonder how many greasy barn jackets there are going to be for him in prison. <laughs> Yeah, but I do know this. Steve Bannon will probably wear an orange jumpsuit under his orange jumpsuit because he likes to have the two collars, right? Right. <laughs> so, oh, so he's all set. You know, and I, of course, I had to troll Don Jr. I had to alert Don Jr. As you go back, ready? <laughs> you might want to find a place to lay low for a while because you might <laughs> be wanted by the law. Um, I want to drop the soap. Um, <laughs> So here's the statement. Yeah, Don Jr., I saw a thing yesterday where they were like, Don Jr. appears on Fox News, glassy-eyed and sweating, yeah. raising concerns for his health. And I'm like, nobody's concerned oh, about that guy's man. health. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure his ex-wife is like, please die, please die. <laughs> but um, right. people are saying he's got corona. I'm like, no, he's got cocaine. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and make no mistake, Don Jr. is linked to this scam. I mean, there is a connection with Don Jr. There's also a connection with Donald Trump, with Don Sr. The We Build the Wall website, by the way, is still up with Don Jr.'s endorsement right there on the website. It says here by Don Jr. <laughs> this is the quote from Don Jr. on the website where We Build the Wall. This is private enterprise at its finest. You know what? Yeah, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to play Don Jr. saying what I'm about to read here. Thank you guys for being here, Brian. Thank you so much for all your sacrifices doing this and showing really what Capitalism's all about, right? This is private enterprise at its finest, doing it better, faster, cheaper than anything else. And what you guys are doing is pretty amazing. Uh, pretty amazing. Started from a grassroots Fraud. effort. Fraud. Uh, and it's just doing some wonderful things for an important issue. Yeah. Go figure that the guy who was in charge of the Trump Foundation <laughs> is going right. to say shit like that about a scam, about uh -huh. a fraudulent charity. Unbelievable. This is just Trump you all over again, but yeah. it's happening yeah. like right out in the actual Oval Office. Got those go bags ready, Junior. You got your passports all set up. Got your <laughs> list of non-extradition nations, man. Are you ready to flee? I mean, I told Trump today. Yeah, this is great. You can do this in America at least still. On Twitter, I said, you know what? Resign and flee. That's your only real option now. He's got to resign, yeah. accept the pardon from Mike Pence, and flee for his life to a non-extradition nation. That's where he has to go. So uh, Chris Kobach, in a January 2019 interview, connected the border wall fundraising scheme to Donald Trump himself. He said, I talked with the president and the we build the wall effort came up. The president said, the project has my blessing and you can tell the media that. Yep. <laughs> yep. By the way, Chris Lovely. Kobach is the general counsel of build the wall pack that Steve Bannon uh, was just arrested for being involved in. The advisory board includes names like Eric Prince, former mm -hmm. CEO Congressman Tom Tancredo. Remember him, David? Tom Tancredo? I do. Is that God. Mr. Snowball? 
no, 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 wait. Snowball on the floor of the Congress. No, no, that was uh, Inhofe who did that. Tom Tancredo ran for president, I think, in 2008 or 2000. Yeah, 2000 maybe. I'm not sure which. Sheriff Dave Clark, also on the advisory board. (laughs) And former uh, Major League pitcher uh, Kurt Schilling. Oh my God! All Batman villains. Roundup, yeah, of Z-list assholes. It's a who's who, isn't it? Uh, We have a we have a statement from the uh, acting U.S. attorney in SDNY, uh, Audrey Strauss. Now remember, Bill Barr fired Jeffrey Berman. Jeffrey Berman was Mm -hmm. the U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York. Uh, He he succeeded Preet Bharara, but Jeffrey Berman two months ago today was asked to step down. Which he did after a bit of a fight. Bill Barr thought that he could replace Jeffrey Berman with a hand-picked Trump goon, and he was unable to. So instead, what happened was the acting U.S. attorney, Audrey Strauss, stepped into that position, and that's what has led us to today. Audrey Strauss said in a statement about the uh, arrest of Steve Bannon, she said, as alleged... The defendants defrauded hundreds of thousands of donors, capitalizing on their interest in funding a border wall to raise millions of dollars under the false pretense that all of the money would be spent on construction. While repeatedly assuring donors that Brian (laughs) Colfage, the founder and public face of We Build the Wall, would not be paid a cent, the defendants secretly schemed to pass hundreds of thousands of dollars to Colfage, which he used to fund his lavish lifestyle. We thank the USPS for their partnership and investigating the case, and we remain dedicated to rooting out and prosecuting fraud wherever we find it. Hey, great job, Attorney Strauss. Yeah. So this is. Uh, so does the trial happen after the election? That's my question. Because yeah. like we, because because oh, yeah. can yeah. Trump pardon him before he even gets charged? It's a federal crime. He can totally pre pardon like Ford pre pardon Nixon. Yeah. By the way, I said USPS in that quote. It's USPIS. It's the United right. States Postal Inspection Service who right. arrested <laughs> Steve Bannon and Cole Fage and all the rest uh, today. So God, I want I want that perp walk. I want to see him I getting know. led off a literal gangplank. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Regardless of whether it happens before the election, which probably won't happen before the election, but Donald Trump has already distanced himself from Steve Bannon. In fact, he started to distance himself from Steve Bannon soon after Steve Bannon left the White House. He was calling yeah. him Sloppy Steve, wasn't he, for a while mm-hmm. yes, there? Yes, he was, yeah. But he is still but been... he never lets anyone go all the way. They all keep orbiting. Yeah. It's from what I understand, because, like, I mean, he, you know, he and Bannon have probably been on the phone this week. Bannon's been advising the campaign, the, the 2020 mm-hmm. yeah, re-election. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is still a deep connection uh, among all of these fucking crooks. And I just, I love that Don Jr. is connected to all this shit. I mean, he doesn't know what end is up. He just gets involved in these things because it makes him popular and gets him hits on uh, Twitter. So he has stuck his face into yet another propeller. And of course, I'm looking at both of these guys. I'm looking at Donald Trump someday, Sr. and Jr. I hope someday that you get to pull the switch on something that has to do with Don Jr. <laughs> that, like somehow... You know, <laughs> you're wishing you that personally. for me. That's very generous yeah, of you. I, yeah, I, yeah. That like maybe he steps out in front of your car and you're like, "Oops, officer, brake, accelerator." I just I got confused. I yeah. <laughs> this is just amazing news all around, and it's only one small piece of the overall news scene today, which has been 
really damn good. And we're going to get to the other things. We're going to talk about the DNC as well. In particular, Barack Obama's remarks last night, which were more than just an attack on Donald Trump, more than just an endorsement of Joe Biden. His remarks last night, that was a warning to the United States. We'll talk yes, about that in, in just a second. But, I mean, here's the, the news in and of itself. Steve Bannon, the right-wing figure who previously served as President Trump's White House chief strategist, was indicted Thursday by federal prosecutors in New York. Now, mind you, it says here chief strategist. Steve Bannon, if you read any of the books, Steve Bannon was basically the de facto chief of staff. They had two yep. chiefs of staff in the White House early on. Right. It was Reince Priebus and Steve Bannon wanted to be chief of staff. I think Trump was unsure as to whether or not to make Steve Bannon chief of staff. So they basically made them co-chiefs of staff, so to speak, gave uh, Steve Bannon a different role, but essentially as chief of staff. Bannon and three others have been charged with defrauding people who donated to the viral We Build the Wall campaign on GoFundMe. The great thing about this, this could be the. Uh, one of the many burns that the Red Hats get from touching the stove too often. And we always ask, when are they going to learn? When are they going to figure out that these people are all criminals taking advantage of them? Donald Trump doesn't no, give this a is f- the fucking deep state yeah. lashing yeah. out because they're, sure. you know, the child molester Democrats, celebrity. Well, complex. you know, look, if they're confident that their money went to the actual building of however much wall $25 million can can create, good luck to Mm -hmm. them. You know, they're going to be the ones who are constantly bilked by scam artists just flushing their money down the toilet. Hey, you know what? Just give it to me, for God's sake. Give it to David. Give it to Jody. Just give us the money (laughs) instead of just burning it and then sticking their faces in the fire. How many more examples of this are we going to need? I mean, between this and the Senate Intelligence Committee Volume 5 report this week, Jesus it's all over the place what you guys are up against. I'm talking to the MAGA army or whatever the fuck, the Red Hats. And, and Barack Obama, again, with just spelling all of that out last night. The defendants secretly worked to funnel thousands of dollars to Colfage to support a quote-unquote lavish lifestyle. The defendants allegedly engaged in fraud when they misrepresented the true use of donated funds. As alleged, not only did they lie to donors, they schemed to hide their misappropriation of funds by creating sham invoices and accounts to launder donations and cover up their crimes, showing no regard for the law or the truth. This case should serve as a warning to other fraudsters that no one is above the law, not even a disabled war veteran or a millionaire political strategist. That was by uh, inspector in charge Philip R. Barnett of the uh, USPIS. And you know what? The reason I am so gratified by this is because I feel like when something like this occurs, or whether it's the Senate Intelligence Committee report that dropped earlier, I feel like to some extent, irrespective of what Donald Trump has tried to tear down in the effort to empower himself, in in the effort to enrich himself, despite all of that despotism, the system still seems to be cranking along. And that gives me some level of confidence that I may not have had uh, a few months ago or even a couple of weeks ago. This is one of the things that I think about. I mean, America is just too vast to occupy. I mean, you would have to put... So many troops in place to keep Mm -hmm. people locked down in this country. And the same thing goes for the bureaucratic apparatus of the federal government. Yeah. You know, and he did everything he could to slash the federal government's tires and put sugar in its gas tank. 
But mm-hmm. there are still people in there who are still doing their jobs and are determined to uphold the rule of law and to fulfill the oaths they took to protect our constitution yep. and country against all invaders, foreign and domestic. Yep. You know, so yeah. He, yeah, but, but people don't go into war- government for the reasons that the Trump administration did, typically. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're not making a shit ton of money at work as a federal employee. You're there because you believe in what you're doing. So, I mean, you can only brainwash so many people. The, I mean, the only thing Donald Trump hates more than uh, the people who were criticizing him on television for two hours a night for the last three nights is the system of checks and balances. Donald Trump right. cannot stand that there are elements in place inside the system of government inside the United States, the constitutional system of government that we have here, that hold him accountable irrespective of how much power he abuses, at least for now. And I feel like, though, the stakes of this election also include the fact that he will spend the next four years, if given the opportunity, tearing down those checks and balances, undermining those checks and balances, making sure that the path between him and all of that Russian-style oligarchy money is clear and free of obstruction. That's what he wants. He wants to solidify his power as the chief executive of the United States, as the fascist dictator running this country. And he wants to continue to enrich himself and his little stupid family business that is nothing but a goddamn scam just as much as this we build the wall or anything else. I mean, how many different Trump uh, things are either going to fail or be torn down because they were ripping people off? It's all all of them. Yeah, all of them. I mean, including including and he hasn't he's not finished yet, but including the federal government. I mean, that's what he's trying to do. That's what's next right. on his shit list. And he's already started. The, the process has been underway for almost four years now. You know, Pope Francis, who has been uh, chosen by Steve Bannon as his ideological adversary back in tw- <laughs> back in 2019, said this. The only pope I've ever liked. Yeah, I know. He (laughs) he said this, and I'm not sure who he was directing this at, but it was probably Donald Trump. Those who build walls will become prisoners of the walls they put up. And of course, that is exactly what's going on right now. (laughs) As Steve Bannon sits in in a holding kind of way. Yeah. Almost prophetic, you know? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Well, so the question now, the question of the hour, the question that all the members of the press ought to be asking Donald Trump and everyone around Donald Trump is, what did the president know about We Build the Wall and it. when did he know it? And If you if you look on the link, because um, I just linked it to Facebook, yeah. when you hit the link, the president's photograph is right there on the link to the <laughs> We Build the Wall. <laughs> oh, man. Like, when you if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see on under the link, there's Donald Trump's face. <laughs> Look, warning to anyone who is still part of that fucking MAGA goon squad. Trump will let you die. Trump doesn't care about you. Anyone he needs to throw under the bus or to throw under an entire fleet of buses, he will do that. He will do that to anyone in his sphere, including his kids, including his closest advisors, including his stupid fucking son-in-law. They will all get screwed in this process. And it baffles me because... There is example of that after example of that, of Donald Trump protecting himself by throwing his closest people under the fucking bus. He is going to keep doing that until they learn the lesson, until they decide, all right, look, it's either me or him, and I'm not going to let it be me. 
I am going to find the next nearest microphone and say, this is what I know. Like Miles Taylor at DHS, former chief of staff at DHS. This is what I know. I tried to brief Donald Trump about important matters of national security, and all he gave a shit about was spray painting the fucking wall. That is an actual news story that we heard this week. And there's no one who is safe. No one is safe. Donald Trump has no sympathy. He's got no empathy. He doesn't care about anyone but Donald Trump. He will screw everyone to protect himself. He will screw everyone to get reelected. I think 175,000 dead Americans is pretty good proof of that theory. Mm-hmm. That's the number of people who have died for Donald Trump's reelection. That is the number of people who have died for Donald Trump being able to say, look at this stock market, so many great things happening in the stock market, probably the greatest stock market. Yeah, on top of a stack of bodies a mile high. And the next, Steve Bannon's now. It's not now. even an economic boom that you made, dickweed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I, that's, I really felt like that was one of the things that they nailed, like, Kamala nailed last week. Mm-hmm. She was like, he's just like everything else he's ever inherited. He yep. ran it into the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, and this yeah. is another case of exactly that. Judge ruled today that Trump has, <laughs> that he has to turn over his tax returns to Cy Vance. That was another, another bit of news that came down. Uh, first thing this morning, talk about it's like morning sex. It's like, oh, we're doing this now. Oh, great. Fun. Fun. Wow. Yeah. Federal judge on Thursday rejected President Trump's latest effort to block the Manhattan District Attorney from obtaining his tax records, roundly dismissing Mr. Trump's arguments that the prosecutor's grand jury subpoena was wildly overbroad and Mm -hmm. issued in bad faith. The ruling by Judge Victor Marrero of Federal District Court in Manhattan marked another setback for the president in his year-long legal fight to block the subpoena. The conflict has already reached the Supreme Court once and could end up there again as Mr. Trump lawyers quickly filed papers saying he would appeal. Donald Trump filed an emergency appeal to delay enforcement of Manhattan District Attorney's subpoena seeking eight years of his tax returns. He is hiding some serious shit. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. I mean, how obvious can you be? A Captain Obvious is obvious. He is Mm -hmm. hiding a world of untoward bullshit in those tax returns. I know it. I can feel it. It's just That's inevitable. That's what I was thinking when I was falling asleep last night after watching him just go into a complete caps lock, <laughs> screaming three-year-old meltdown while the real president was talking. Right. Um, you know, it's just, I want to play poker against Donald Trump. <laughs> he has got no <laughs> yeah. filter. I mean, he can't, he, he is so clearly scared mm-hmm. and, and just, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. He's really like easier to read than like a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah, and that's see that's the thing about the law. And what I can't figure out is where people's instincts are who still support him. Like, where is your judgment? You would not buy a car from that guy. They think he speaks his mind, that he tells the truth, that he's a man of the people. Despite the How can you fucking tell what he's speaking? (laughs) It's all incoherent. I mean, we all know. We have all met people like Donald Trump whose lies and deceptions are so glaringly obvious. Like Tommy Flanagan, like the old Lovitz character on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's the ticket. We (laughs) all know that he's a liar. We can tell. We have a radar for this shit that has been finely honed since recess in kindergarten, for God's sake. Mm -hmm. 
That's how long that we have been surrounded by liars like Donald Trump. This is so easy. It's picking out a fart in a car. It's the easiest <laughs> thing in the world to detect. <laughs> Donald Trump's goddamn lies. Insulting I've never art. heard that before. Oh, that was from <laughs> Pump Up the Volume. The, the great Gen X Christian Slater radio movie. movie. One of my favorites. I yeah. I don't remember yeah. that line, but I love that film. Yeah. Sure great yeah. I can detect a scam like a fart in a car. Um, and, that, and that's the case. <laughs> Donald Trump is constantly farting in the car. That's what I love. When Donald Trump screams like he was doing last night during Obama's remarks, when he screams in all caps, Hey, 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 but him, him, what about him? When he does that, I put up that screen grab from uh, Raising Arizona of the little boy <laughs> writing in all caps on the wall, right. fart. Just the big all caps word <laughs> fart scribbled exactly. on the wall. That is Donald Trump every time he does this shit. And we all go, well, yeah, this is pretty obvious what he's doing. <laughs> Stop insulting our intelligence, Captain Obvious. My God. Well, he was funny last night because he, I guess he was yelling at Kamala Harris when he said, you insulted him. Yeah. Like, you, you called him a racist. What are you doing? It's, what like, are you do- it's like, what? Who, who are you yelling you, at? You know, okay, yeah. Trump, You know you don't down. have a dog. Stop <laughs> so twooping. <is> Stop <laughs> twooping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Such a fucking baby. It just disgusts me. Just his lack of emotional development and maturity has just been disgusting to me from day one. Yep. It really is like that Twilight Zone episode where the 10-year-old kid gets, like, (laughs) to take over the planet, you know? Uh And it's just... Yeah, did you also notice, too, that yesterday he must have been told by, uh, what's his new guy, uh, Brian Sepstein, or I forget the the name of the new campaign man. Doesn't matter, he'll be in prison soon enough. Yeah. I'll wait till I see it on the docket of his indictment. (laughs) That's right. I'll wait for the name tag. He's been there for a couple of Scaramucci's. Um. (laughs) I'll wait to see the name tag on his orange jumpsuit. That's what I'll know what his name is. But he must have just told Donald Trump uh, yesterday that the hearings with Louis DeJoy are taking place on Monday because Trump was freaking out about that, too. too? Are, are they? Are they maybe maybe it's the Senate. Maybe the Senate is holding yeah, hearings tomorrow. Senate's tomorrow. So cede all your time to Kamala Harris, everybody. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> on Monday, cede all your time to Katie Porter. Katie Porter in the, the house. The, the next cede senator. Your time, folks. Yeah. yeah. Katie Porter, if uh, Kamala Harris becomes vice president, Katie yeah. Porter needs to become the next senator from California. We have we have an embarrassment gotta, of people that we can oh, I know. Uh, appoint in that seat, so yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Anyone look more like the archetypal Trump appointee than Louis DeJoy? I mean, he's an angry <laughs> oh, pink thumb. Yeah. You know, like, why do they all look so larval? I know. They do. Yeah, I know. You know, it's... Ugh. <laughs> I mean, really, it's like if you just like, you know, took a maggot and multiplied it by 50 times size, you know, and then put it in a well, they are Brooks Brothers suit, you know, and it would look like Louis DeJoy. Pink eyed, just kind of. Why does every Trump goon look like a pupa? <laughs> that's the that's the Hannibal Lecter pronunciation of pupa. Man, there's still more things, more dings more all dings. over the place. More dings. Um, we've got UPS news. Of course, I've got a bunch of clips from last night's uh, uh, Obama speech. Holy fucking yeah, shit. That was... At one point, he almost got emotional. Like, like yeah. he, it was like he, you, he was keeping it as toned as he, down as he could. Mm-hmm. But during parts of it, just like his wife, when when Mrs. Obama was speaking the other night, yeah. there were parts when she was speaking and parts when he was speaking last night that were just like, he's... It's... 
real. It's it's mm-hmm. not just I don't. Well, want they this love guy our country. They Hello. do. Yeah. They do, and it's just so rare to hear him like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it actually was a little scary to me because that's what my dad is like when he's really, really mad. Yeah, yeah. Because he's never been an explosive person, or right. not like me or my mom, where they're like you know, blah, whatever we feel comes flying out of our mouths. But my dad, he would get so mad sometimes, and he would talk to you in this very level voice <laughs> but you could see this hard glitter in his eyes that right. you're just like oh yeah. man I better yeah. not jump out of line right now you know who gets also like that is uh, Lawrence O'Donnell another yeah. guy who I never want to piss off because he gets that <laughs> yeah he gets that stop the hammering he's got that hammering. redhead thing going you yeah, know? The, yeah. The, the, the stop the hammering the thing, stop yeah. the hammering Bostonian oh don't fuck with me I'll get wicked awesome on your ass something like that yeah no I mean listening to he, his voice cracked ever so slightly yeah. last night a yeah. few times and it was just you could tell that it wasn't just a speech for him this was pleading right like, come on guys get off your fucking asses and do this i've got uh, five clips here and most of them the f- four of the five are about 30 seconds maybe less in length mm-hmm. but the one that we're talking about here where obama gets fired up that clip is about four minutes, but I'm going to play right. the whole goddamn thing because we have to hear this. And what I'm doing is encouraging people to circulate this speech by Barack Obama to everyone they know. The clip is readily available all over YouTube. I've posted it on my Twitter feed. You can go get it. Send it to everyone you know, because this is a warning to all of America. This outlines the stakes in such specific terms and in such dire terms that it has to be heard by everyone. Okay, so uh, we're going to do that in just a second. But first, uh, we got to talk about uh, the New Deal Shop.com and where to get your face masks because there's a way to get face masks that actually work. Unfortunately, COVID 19 infection rates are exploding all across the country. We know it's common sense that everyone wears a face mask. And finally, most states have put mask mandates in place. Thank God. Face masks are still our best way to protect ourselves, our family, and our community. But what happens when the mask you thought you were buying is fraudulent or possibly even worthless? The FDA has provided a list of authorized respirator mask manufacturers, and finding those masks has been a challenge. Verifying their authenticity is even harder. Right now, the NewDealShop.com has FDA-authorized respirator masks with anti-fake authentication on every package to ensure you're getting exactly what you need so you know that they work. These masks are tested by the NPPTL in the United States and provide greater than 95% filtration. Right now, these masks are in stock and ship for free for my listeners when you add the code SEXYLIBERAL. Go to thenewdealshop.com and order your supply today. That's thenewdealshop.com. Get them and keep your family, yourself, and your community safe. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. There's something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware It's time to stop to see what's that sound Everybody look to see what's going down Nobody's right if everybody's wrong Young people speaking their mind 
Yeah, holy shit. This is uh, Jim Worcester covering Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth. Just got this in my inbox yesterday. This is a brand new uh, album. So uh, timely. Yeah, a bunch of different recording artists on this covering uh, all these old protest songs. It's called the album's called "Put Down That Weapon, Make Music, Not War," and this is out from uh, YNT Music, uh, one of the great uh, indie music labels here. And uh, link in the description of BobSuska.com to support this album. We're gonna play another song from the album here coming up a little later in the show. And uh, boy, really some amazing stuff on there. So timely, so appropriate for everything that's going on right now, too. You know what I was thinking about last night? Yeah. If I, Billie Eilish is what, like 20 now? She's yeah. barely buy her own beer. Can you imagine, yeah. like, I'm singing right now and Nancy Pelosi is watching? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I yeah. think that I would just well, completely freeze. millions of people freeze. at that point, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Pelosi. I mean, Nancy Pelosi just doesn't miss anything. Barack right. Obama. Yeah. Ugh, well, yeah. Oh yeah. my God. If Obama watched me sing, I think I would just seriously drop everything. <laughs> I think Bar- he'd be fine. I, I tell you what, Barack Obama way more hip than I'll ever be when it comes to his taste in music, <laughs> man. Did you see his new his latest uh, playlist that he released the other day? It was just all songs. No, that's all cool. Relatively new songs, some older songs too in there, but mostly new music that I'm completely unfamiliar with. I'm like, I've never heard that one, never heard that one, never heard that one. And Obama's all over it, of course, because of mm-hmm. course he is, because he's right. His he, daughters, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, also he's got impeccable taste, <laughs> obviously. That too. So uh, yes, so thanks Obama for dumping all the potatoes on Donald Trump's head last night. Yes. That was uh, a <laughs> hell of a thing. I don't know that I've ever heard the argument made with such like diamond hard clarity. Yeah, yeah, he just was like mm-hmm. so. God, I miss him. I miss him. If you skipped over the intro to today's show, uh, that's fine, because I'm going to play this clip again. We let off with this. This is one of the moments where all of the potato dumping occurred. Here's, uh, here's the president. I have sat in the Oval Office with both of the men who are running for president. I, I never expected that my successor would embrace my vision or continue my policies. I did hope, for the sake of our country, that Donald Trump might show some interest in taking the job seriously. That he might come to feel the weight of the office and discover some reverence for the democracy that had been placed in his care. But he never did. Nope. For close to four years now, he has shown no interest in putting in the work. No interest in finding common ground no interest in using the awesome power of his office to help anyone but himself and his friends. Mm. No interest in treating the presidency as anything but one more reality show that he can use to get the attention he craves. Mm. Donald Trump hasn't grown into the job because he can't. And the consequences of that failure are severe. See that last part. Important to remember that last part because oh, I know, yeah, the consequences of that are severe. That was getting cut off in some of the replays in the coverage that happened after the convention last night. But that was maybe the most important part of that criticism. It's not just that he's incapable of doing the job; he is incapable of doing the job in the most dangerous way possible. That's mm-hmm. Donald Trump. That's the stakes of what we're in right now. Again, mm-hmm. this is we're talking about. The Constitution versus fascism. We're talking about reality versus fiction. The stakes in this election are are not Republican versus Democrat, conservative versus liberal. It's not. 
This is a different no. kind of election. This is a, an election for the very soul of our country, whether we are going to continue to be a representative democracy, a republic that elects our officials and allows the people to make these choices. Instead, that's going to be replaced <clears throat> with the Trump government. But that's, Let that man finish his day smearing yeah. poop on the walls of a cell instead mm-hmm. of all over our country. Right next mm-hmm. to Steve Bannon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Great. Here's, uh, here's some more of the president last night. Joe knows the world, and the world knows him. He knows that our true strength comes from setting an example yeah. that the world wants to follow. Yeah. The wants. nation that stands with democracy, not dictators. A nation that can inspire and mobilize others to overcome threats like climate change and terrorism, poverty and disease. Yeah. Donald Trump doesn't understand foreign policy. He doesn't understand anything about that. He doesn't understand that if you're paying a country a certain amount of money to do whatever, you're not fighting with them. If you're trading with a certain country, you're not fighting with them. That whole entire idea is actually being torn down right now with Hong Kong, where we're mm-hmm. backing away from the democratic movement uh. in Hong Kong. Oh, we've been paying them for years. We've been giving money to Hong Kong, and they've just been taking advantage of us. No, this keeps the peace. He will never understand that. Mm-hmm. He would much rather foment a war and then hand it off to someone else. Let, let all of the soldiers of any, do the fighting and die. And he's a creature with no imagination. Right. Right. So he cannot game things out and see outcomes. And that's a huge problem. I mean, that should be like requirement one to sit your ass behind mm. the resolute desk. Right. Is that you are, you've been, you know, taking a, like an IQ test or something that you don't have to just pick out a picture of an elephant, but yeah. have to like show that you understand cause and effect and consequences that flow forth from other actions and it just yeah it oh god he really it just has been like having a freaking orangutan in office (laughs) yeah it has really an orangutan would be more sympathetic more empathetic to people i think here's a a clip i have titled democracy at stake so i'm also asking you to believe in your own ability to embrace your own responsibility as citizens to make sure that the basic tenets of our democracy endure because that's what's at stake right now. Mm-hmm. Our democracy. Yeah. <laughs> when Obama says stuff like that, you pay attention to Obama. Take him seriously, America. This is not just some other DNC speech where everyone applauds and says, oh, that felt really good to hear that. This is a dire warning to the American people that our way of government, our way of life here is is entirely at stake. It's still kind of uplifting, though. I mean, just... Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Know. I agree. It's absolutely mm-hmm. uplifting, but at the it same time... It reminded me of that amazing commercial from the... I guess it's Lavazza is how you say it, or Lavazza, the coffee... It's got the Charlie Chaplin speech from the end of... <laughs> yeah. I love that commercial. Are you kidding? Where he's like, we can thrive in each other's happiness, not each other's misery. Right. Where we can have a future where science and technology are brought about to you know, enhance the dignity mm-hmm. and quality of life of every man and woman and yeah. child. And I just, it makes me cry. <laughs> Obama made me cry too, though, because I'm just like, it's, I mean, this week has been the fur it's like it's just been raining on our heads and raining on our heads and raining on our heads and the sun is breaking through even in like just this cautious yeah kind of like warning us you know not to get complacent but it just 
I found Kamala's speech last night just thrilling. Yeah. I, that, and the whole mm-hmm. woman power montage thing with the gospel singing I love behind that. it. Girl, I was just sitting there with tears just pouring down my face. Me too. I, she said, I know a predator when I see when one. When I, I see, see one. one. Did you see my Facebook group? That's my new Facebook model, model <laughs> underneath my name. Well, here's the thing. The two speeches between Obama's remarks and Kamala Harris's remarks they kind of went together. In fact, the panel on MSNBC was observing this last night after everything was over. It was, was a over. one-two punch. It was yeah. a one-two punch because Barack Obama set up the stakes of this election and Kamala Harris came along with the the sword to make it all happen. To say, mm-hmm. look, we're here to help. Follow us and we'll get you through this. That was the Kamala Harris Come half of that duality. to live. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Well put. That's exactly what it was. Here's uh, uh, President Obama and uh, something I have titled, Don't Let Them Take Away Your Power. Do not let them take away your power. Do not let them take away your democracy. Make a plan right now for how you are going to get involved and vote. Yep. Do it as early as you can and tell your family and friends how they can vote too. Mm Mm-hmm. Do what Americans have done for over two centuries when faced with even tougher times than this. All those quiet heroes who found the courage to keep marching, keep pushing in the face of hardship and injustice. Yeah. The least we can do is get our asses to a polling place, vote early, get your absentee ballot, vote from home, however you can do it. What's your plan? What are you doing? I'm voting Um, early in person. I'm putting on a mask and I'm going down to the, uh, wherever it is, the registrar's office in my uh, county here and I'm voting in person on day one of early voting. Good. Yeah, I think it's October October 26th. Yeah. Um, Well, first off, I've been an absentee voter for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, California is sending every registered voter... Uh, an absentee ballot. Yeah. God. If I do not receive said ballot because of the post office by October 15th, I'm taking Greg Pallast's uh, advice, going down to the county registrar's office, telling them I have not yet received my ballot. They will then void the fact that I, th- they will note that I did not receive my ballot. Then I will get an actual real ballot, not a provisional. I will fill that out in front of them, sign it, make sure that they've confirmed that my signature is me, and then I will turn in my vote. Perfect. And spread the word in California, because I was looking at the Secretary right of State website yesterday. Secretary mm-hmm. of State website does not reflect the new law in which they're automatically mm-hmm. sending ballots to all registered. Well, no, they sent everybody stuff. Out, Everybody's gotten stuff in the mail. Oh, good. Okay, great. Which, by the way, a friend of mine who's a Republican, he was all pissed off because his daughter, I guess, she, his daughter who's moved, and then somebody else, I guess, who used to live with them also moved. And they got these mm. notices in the mail that basically you open it up and it has your name and that you're, this, is this where you live? Do you still live here? If, you, if this person doesn't live here, please check here and mail back, right? Mm. And so he's like, hey, I could totally vote for these people. And it's like, well, if you did, you'd serve some jail time, dude. <laughs> right. You know, and and they're and he's like, why are they doing that? And it's like, well, shouldn't the people that have moved out of your house notify the county registrar that they moved? Mm-hmm. Isn't it their job to let the county know if they moved within the past year? Yep. 
um, because the county's not going to know for a while. It takes, there's millions of us here. It takes a while for the county to go through the voter rolls and realize that person doesn't live here anymore yeah. unless you notify them that you have moved. And a, a friend of mine who's from here, her husband still votes in California, but she also got the thing. They live in Texas now. She was also, I guess her, the mail was forwarded there or he got his absentee notice and she got one too. And she's like, well, I vote in Texas. My husband could totally vote in Texas and in California. I'm like, no, he cannot. <laughs> yeah. That is against the law. Mm. And I said, and then I posted on, because I was, because I've known this woman in my whole life. I mean, we went to grammar school together. And I said, so when you moved to Texas, why didn't you notify California that you moved? That's on you. Yeah. It's not on California. That's on you. <clears throat> right. And you're the voter. You're the one that's promoting the fraud by not notifying California, not California sending you something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when people go, oh, dead people are still on the voter rolls. Yeah, the first thing I thought about when my dad, my brothers, and my sisters died was, damn, I got to get to the county registrar's office and take them <laughs> off the voter rolls. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that goes through your fucking mind when somebody dies. So yeah. I hate everybody. We do this... To herald the arrival of Spicy Judy. Okay, we're, we're gonna we're, I'm gonna pl- play this one last clip from Obama because this is the most okay. important clip I think of the entire speech because this is the part you guys where didn't he didn't even ask me how I'm gonna vote. How are you? How are you gonna vote, David? With your little teeny tiny arms. My teeny tiny forelimbs. Yeah, Ben and I I went to the Georgia Department of you know the Board of Elections website, yeah. downloaded the application, filled it out, mailed it off. Our absentee ballots will come in the mail. And then we will fill them out and we'll go drop them at the uh, reg- the drop box at our mm-hmm. local library. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it doesn't have to ever go through the mail once we get it. So. You notice Trump is going after the drop boxes now? He started that yes, yesterday morning. Yeah. He sued Pennsylvania first. Um, For the drop boxes? Basic- Yes, he sued. Oh, Pennsylvania was the first sake. state that he sued. And it's like, dude, seriously? I mean, and then he pissed off Ohio. And so it's like, <laughs> you're right. pissing off the people that you're trying to hold on to. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. And did you hear he said, well, the people who get fired from Goodyear, they can find, they can get just go find job. another job. It's so easy right now with 1.1 million others right. just filing for brand new. Uh-huh. And it's like, Oh man, the city of Akron went. No, we stand by Goodyear, and that was a big fuck you to Donald Trump. Fucking a hole. I don't even um, know what the Goodyear thing is. Oh yeah, they banned wearing MAGA hats. Basically, they're, the- they're, the policy is they don't want you wearing anything that's politically charged unless it's racially something. So basically, yeah. if you wear a BLM thing, that's fine because that's not necessarily politics. That's it's not endorsing a party. Exactly, mm. and so they're basically you can't wear a Joe Biden hat any more than you can wear a MAGA hat. Right. They're just not allowing that, and that's understandable. And I get it. So he was pissed off that his Chinese-made MAGA hats are not allowed to be worn at an American manufacturer of tires. Um, And then he tweeted that out, which is Hatch Act again violations. Mm -hmm. Um, Their stock went down. And so people could lose their jobs. And it's like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit, motherfucker. (laughs) This is what I hate, is that people's actual lives and economic fortunes are being determined by those screaming jackholes in their ugly jackets in New York City on the yeah. floor and like people who clearly have like the attention span and like mental discipline of a bunch of streptococcus bacteria with ADD <laughs> F you you know they're just yeah. like eat eat die die you know it just god and it's like the, you know they fuck up and thousands of people go homeless and it's ridiculous yeah. why uh, why is we have this huge casino that's in charge of people's retirements yeah mm-hmm. exactly 
Holy shit. Okay, well, I'm going to put this uh, Barack Obama, this last Barack Obama clip into the final segment of the show because right now we're way late for a break. we got to talk about Plexiderm here. No, it's no problem. Okay, if you're standing in your bathroom and you're looking in the mirror and you're sick and tired of the fine lines, wrinkles and crow's feet and under eye bags and all that crap on your face, don't worry. You're going to be fine. I've got the solution for you. It's called Plexiderm. It's Photoshop in a can, and it works in just a matter of minutes. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags, all in the comfort of your own home. Plexiderm goes on clear and lasts for hours, so nobody's going to know your secret. Go to triplexiderm.com. Use my code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm, plus an additional $10 off. Or try a $14.95 trial pack today by calling one 1-800-685-1292 and mention the code VOICES. Again, visit triplexiderm.com. Use the code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle plus an extra $10 off. Or try a $14.95 trial pack when you use the code VOICES at triplexiderm.com. Thank you. Bob Seska. Under the borderline No place to retire To another time the eyes of the world now turn And if we think about it And if we talk about it And if the skies go dark with rain Can you tell me, will the freedom remain? Put down that weapon Oh, we'll all be gone can't hide nowhere with the torchlight on. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Amanda Green covering Midnight Oil. And uh, put that weapon, put down that weapon, is the name of the song. And it's uh, also the name of the album, Put Down That Weapon, Make Music Not War, again from YT Music. Thank you so much to YT Music for submitting this. God, I'm going to play, I, I think I'm going to play every song on this album eventually before the election. <laughs> That's for sure. Man, uh, what is Midnight Oil doing these days? Didn't he like end up in the Australian Parliament? I don't know, but they were Garrett. one of the great bands of the '80s and '90s. You just oh, I blame shit. him and Jean Luc Picard for the fact that I cannot resist men with shaved heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so back to the president. Back to my president. Back to Our your president. real president. Yeah. Uh, Barack Obama. This is a clip where we were talking about this earlier. This is where he gets really fired up. I mean, you can see the urgency in his eyes and a little bit of despair and exasperation, too. But he's laying things out here in a way that I've never heard him do this before. I've never heard him put together an argument in these terms before. Without me yapping, let's just play the clip. This is uh, the president from last night. Whatever our backgrounds, we are all the children of Americans who fought the good fight. Great-grandparents working in fire traps and sweatshops without rights or representation. Farmers losing their dreams to dust. Irish and Italians and Asians and Latinos told, go back where you come from. Jews and Catholics, Muslims and Sikhs made to feel suspect for the way they worshiped. Black Americans chained and whipped and hanged, spit on for trying to sit at lunch counters, beaten 
for trying to vote. If anyone had a right to believe that this democracy did not work and could not work, it was those Americans, mm -hmm. our ancestors. They were on the receiving end of a democracy that had fallen short all their lives. They knew how far the daily reality of America strayed from the myth. And yet, instead of giving up, they joined together. And they said, somehow, some way, we are going to make this work. We are going to bring those words in our founding documents to life. I have seen that same spirit rising these past few years. Folks of every age and background who packed city centers and airports and rural roads so that families wouldn't be separated, so that another classroom wouldn't get shot up, so that our kids won't grow up on an uninhabitable planet. Americans of all races joining together to declare in the face of injustice and brutality at the hands of the state, that black lives matter. No more, but no less. So that no child in this country feels the continuing sting of racism. To the young people who led us this summer, telling us we need to be better, in so many ways, you are this country's dreams fulfilled. Earlier generations had to be persuaded that everyone has equal worth. For you, it's a given, a conviction. And what I want you to know is that for all its messiness and frustrations, your system of self-government can be harnessed to help you realize those convictions for all of us. You can give our democracy new meaning. You can take it to a better place. You're the missing ingredient. The ones who will decide whether or not America becomes the country that fully lives up to its creed. That work will continue long after this election. But any chance of success depends entirely on the outcome of this election. This administration has shown it will tear our democracy down if that's what it takes for them to win. Yep. So we have to get busy building it up mm -hmm. by pouring all our efforts into these 76 days and by voting like never before. There it is. That, that right there, Amen. that's why I am proud to call myself an Obama bot. Yep. I swear to God, I'm not, making, I'm not saying that facetiously. I love that man. That man was a hell of a fucking leader. And I think mm -hmm. history, as time rolls on, history is going to note him as one of our all-time greats. And deservingly so. The way he has described that struggle to maintain our democracy, the terms that he put it in last night, 
are so appropriate to what we're dealing with now. I hear those words and I look back at the last three and a half years and I think about the people we've lost along the way too. Mm -hmm. This has been maybe the struggle of our lifetimes in terms of uh, nearly killed me politics. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I just, uh, Mm -hmm. the, 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 just the absolute contrast Mm -hmm. between someone who was a truly great person Mm -hmm. who weathered eight years with no scandals yeah, Mm -hmm. and a man who wrote, Checks to pay off his mistresses from the Oval Offices mm-hmm. to keep their mouths shut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just, it we're, boggles the brain. Yeah. It just completely, and I saw people today that were like, oh, you know, no president has ever before criticized the preceding president in such Who a direct cares? manner. I'm like, well, you know, this is unfucking precedented. Unprecedented, okay? yeah. This is like Chernobyl yeah. of democracy. Mm-hmm. And it's time for everybody to get on, the, grab a shovel and get on the fucking roof and start trying to cover up that reactor because it's going to kill us all. Yeah, God, so well yeah. put. Yeah. 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 And Georgia right now is the mo- place in the country you are most likely to get COVID mm-hmm. statistically. And it's just horrifying because I've been on fucking house arrest since March 7th. Yeah. Pretty much going to the grocery store and the drugstore and the gas station to fill up the car. That's it. Yeah. You know, and it just. Take him seriously. I mean, you heard it there. You heard it in that clip. That is something that we very seldom ever hear Barack Obama do, to expose his because true he, emotions. People are saying he's attacking the president. I'm like, he's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. Yes, this is a mm-hmm. clarion call to the world that not only are the people rising up against Donald Trump, but the former leaders of this country are also rising up against Donald Trump, and that mm-hmm. we're not the country that Donald Trump has telegraphed for the last three and a half years. Right. He is the outlier, not the rest of us. Donald Trump is the outlier, and we need to continue making him the outlier. And that includes ousting him from office with severe prejudice. Mm -hmm. And that's what's got to happen in uh, now 75 days. Holy shit. Well, meanwhile, uh, I want to work this news in before we wrap up uh, on the United Postal Service front. Uh, We had some breaking news today, too, that Pennsylvania's AG, Pennsylvania's Attorney General, just filed a lawsuit against the Trump administration, including uh, Postmaster General DeJoy and Donald Trump himself for high crime felonies of federal mail tampering conspiracy to manipulate the U.S. election, joining joining numerous other state attorneys general at this point today. Over 20? Yeah. At least? Yeah. 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 Hot damn. Mm Mm-hmm. The system is... We coming, motherfucker. We coming. That's right. The system (laughs) is working. The system is working. I am relieved to hear that. There are some parts of it that have not been destroyed under Donald Trump's ponderous bulk. Meanwhile, the NAACP is suing uh, Louis DeJoy in Washington federal court, demanding USPS restore prompt and reliable mail service and ensure mail-in ballots are given priority status in the 2020 election. So there's that, too. And you know, it's uh, an interesting day when the ACLU quote tweets me. They did? Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Nice. I mean, I mean, it's not like I usually say things that the ACLU would object to. I just don't expect to be recognized by the ACLU in some, in some way or another. Right. It just doesn't seem... What did seem, it say? Oh, I forget. I forget exactly. Let me, let me look it up. I don't Come remember. on. 
I have That's to. That's pretty see. exciting. Yeah, I have to find it here. Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah. I said, "What did the president know about we build the wall, and when did he know it?" And then the ACLU quote tweeted that and said, "Reminder: DHS officials and Border Patrol leadership endorsed we build the wall. We demanded answers about their relationship with the group. The government has been stonewalling for months." So yeah, everyone is. Uh, everyone's got their cleat lights shine directly <laughs> in Donald Trump's way, and uh, I'm really. He you was know what? screaming about Obama spying on his campaign and getting caught. I was like, motherfucker! They were just following the Russian gangsters, exactly. and listening to their phone calls, and just happened to be talking to everybody in your campaign. <laughs> and it's like you built that, Sparky. Yep, that's you. <laughs> that's all on you. And this new rotten egg of a mess that's blown up all over your face with we build the wall. You built that too. Yep. Like yep. this all has the hallmarks of everything we've ever known to do with Donald Trump, where it's like lots of people lose their money and he is the central node of just uh, the taint <laughs> on the fucking, I mean, the boil on the taint of humanity. <laughs> well, look, for the first time, I think ever, I can say this right now. I am looking forward to 5.45 p.m. tonight if Donald Trump does another one of his Trump shows. I'm actually looking forward to... Uh, hearing the press hammer him on this, which I hope they will do, but I can't wait to hear what he has to say about all the things, all the, the things dings. that we talked about. All more, the dings. more dings from Donald Trump. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how that all plays out. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm just grinning from ear to ear. Um, okay, everybody listening, thank you guys so much. We love you. Yes. Hang in there. Stay healthy. Help is it's on the way. Help is yes. on the way. Clearly, if there's a, a big takeaway from the last three days, certainly tonight as well, help is on the way. Um, <laughs> the other thing I thought of last night to describe the uh, Democratic National Convention this year, an orgy of caring. Yes. yes. <laughs> Did you mine. see where was, Gretchen Whitmer said Shark Week motherfuckers? <laughs> I was like that. I was like, is she talking about the convention? I was like, this because I feel like that should be the actual motto. It's like, this is the real Shark Week, motherfuckers. No um, no by the way, orgy of caring is from Silicon Valley. I didn't make that up, but that is that is a great way to describe this past week in a fun way. I guess it you sounds could say. so not COVID safe. <laughs> T-Rex, David Ferguson can be found at patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. Also, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Go there, buy lots of David's music. The song of the summer is waiting for you. Don't miss it. Meanwhile, Jody Hamilton's at from-the-bunker.com. Also at sexyliberal.com. Get your tickets now for this Saturday. Holy shit, I can't even believe we didn't talk about this yet. This Saturday, the Sexy Liberal Virtual Tour rolls on. I'm going to be there. Lily Tomlin is going to be there. My nipples are going to be there. And lots of, <laughs> lots of, oh my God, lots of surprises. I found out about another surprise yesterday. Holy shit, this is going to be a, a big deal. Big fucking deal, as Joe Biden likes to say. Okay. Sexyliberal.com to get tickets. They're still available. Go get them now. Celebrity meet and greets happening. Uh, we're doing like a VIP pre-show coffee thing. Cocktails thing, too. Lots of fun and frivolity happening at the Sexy Liberal Virtual Tour, sexyliberal.com. Okay. Postmortem show coming up next, bobseskashow.com. If you want to sign up, see you over there, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.